I saved several gringos lives from drowning in my time in Cihuataneco and in Acapulco and also in Puerto Vallarta. But this is by far the most memorable of all of those uh, uh, saving of live experiences. I was a strong swimmer and living at Pita La Cuesta, I had learned the waves and the sandbar and the tides and of course the sharks and understood well the dangers of swimming at Pita La Cuesta. The waves would range between six to 10 feet every single day and they would pound furiously up on this sandbar causing a steep slope to occur and a trough between the ocean and the beach. And most of the time, people would just go put their toes in the water because it was extremely hot and just, you know, basically try and cool their feet off a little bit. And then I had seen this family there and a rather large, uh, very white uh, uh, gringo had uh, walked down to the water's edge and I noticed that he was trying to stick his toes in the water, but the slope of the uh, uh, beach and the trough beneath uh, suddenly gobbled him up and uh, he rolled into the trough and onto the sandbar where he stood up and realized that the water was rather shallow on the sandbar at that point. And he felt emboldened. It was in between sets. And uh, he walked out a bit and I thought, oh, this is not going to be good. His wife was screaming to come back and what were you thinking? What are you doing? And he was acting very uh, frolicky in the waves, just, you know, kind of throwing his, his hands into the water and splashing himself and making himself, uh, uh, you know, out to be having the grandest of times when suddenly a wave sucked him up and pulled him out to sea. Within a few seconds, he was at the, at the surf line and then he was past the surf line outside of the waves, frantically screaming for help. Now, please understand, in, in, in 1966 and 1967 in Acapulco, there's no lifeguards, and uh, no one was supposed to be out swimming in Pila Cuesta. This was common knowledge. I mean, you just look at the waves, and you would know better than to do such a thing. But people just misunderstood this undertow and just how powerful that was. And so I ran down to the to the beach and uh, jumped into the water and, and went out to save this uh, rather large man from his impending death, whether it be sharks or just simple drowning. And as I got closer to him, I could see he was just panic-stricken and uh, uh, just, you know, I, I, I waved to him. I told him, it's going to be fine. I'm going to get you out of here. You're going to be good. Don't, don't worry. And the closer I got to him, he started to get kind of quiet. And I thought, okay, good. So I'm telling him, hey, listen, flip onto your back and, uh, you know, grab my hand. And suddenly he grabbed me and pushed me under the water and began stepping on my neck and my head and my shoulders, using me as if I were the beach to... To, to give him this uh, 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 freedom from the water. And suddenly I realized with his weight and with his uh, frantic uh, behavior here, I was now <laughs> going to drown. 
<laughs> so I dove deep and uh, pulled away and probably, you know, went another 20 feet and came back up. And he starts screaming again, and he's going through the same exact routine. And I'm not going to get close to this guy. And I let him know that. I let him know that he basically was trying to kill me. And he starts crying, and he starts blubbering. And so I came closer one last time before I went back in. And he did. He stuck out his hand this time, and I saw it in his eyes. He was pleading for help. And so I grabbed his hand, and I wrapped his hand around my forearm, and I told him, flip onto your back and start kicking. And so we did this together in unison, and I was calming him down, telling him, we're going to be okay. Now you just have to stay on your back, stay with me, keep kicking your legs. He had become extremely red, and uh, he just was panic-stricken. He was actually hurting my arm. The, the intensity that he was grabbing onto my arm was causing the, the blood to rush out of my arm. And suddenly I saw the perfect wave and I told him to kick hard and I yanked him into the wave, which threw him up into the air probably at least 20, 30 feet into the air where he came crashing down into the white water and bounced literally three or four times across the uh, the sandbar and I came in behind him I pulled him up he was gasping for breath but he was only in about three or four feet of water until the next wave came and once he felt his his feet on sand he suddenly realized who he was where he was what to do and he began just running towards shore on the sandbar and then another wave came behind us and this wave just pushed him into the trough and there he was stuck he couldn't get out of the trough because the water was too deep. He couldn't touch the bottom. He had no strength left, and he could see his wife and his family. And I swam up underneath him, popped up on the other side of the trough. He grabbed my arm. Another wave came, and with that little bit of motion, I was able to just literally just pull him up like a whale onto the beach, onto the slope. And there he lay, and finally he... He crawled a few feet. He never said a word to me, nor did his family. They were just all hugging and crying. And I walked back up to the house and I thought, geez, you know, <laughs> that guy really wanted to kill me. <laughs> <laughs>